morning. I am Belle. <laughs> it's always awkward, Belle. Welcome to Go From Here. And this is Friday Feels. I wanted to quickly say that yes, I'm well aware that the fur babies are constantly in the background. That really loud jingling just happens to be Echo. I hadn't realized how loud she was when I was editing because I just hadn't realized. Um, I think it was because I thought I could hear her in reality and not in my recording. So I apologize if that's annoying. Uh, it just is what it is because she's awake and she's constantly jingling around with haze. Um, <clears throat> so if that gets on your nerves, I apologize, but it's gonna happen. Um, I remember listening to it on my run and I kept thinking they were around, like it was driving me crazy. I kept thinking like she followed me outside and I was like, I'm going nuts. And then realized that it was actually in the podcast. Um, so this week's Friday Feels is, uh, I'm losing my train of thought because I, it's been a pretty, it, it was Thanksgiving long weekend this past weekend. And I was a little overzealous in my first time hosting this year because I decided that we would host Chris's dad and the next day <clears throat> was Friendsgiving. And as much as both of them were a lot of fun, we were so exhausted um, after Chris's dad's dinner and then during the prep for Friendsgiving and then it was just like socially exhausting. Uh, we had so much fun and everything went so well. And, you know, it was really nice to have our loved ones in one space, but it's just hosting is a lot of work. I mean, well worth it. Mind you, I think at least Chris was like, this is hard, but I love having everyone in one space and I love having everyone while I'm cooking and, and like it's my dream to have like this giant kitchen and have everyone over while I'm prepping things and such a small but yet far dream for me. Um, this week's homework was instigated because of what I was talking about in my session last week and it's funny because I knew my therapist was going to tell me that this was my homework this week. And my instant reaction was to call her out on it and tell her that I know this is what you're gonna do and tell me this is what your homework is for this week. And I told her, no, I don't wanna do it. Um, and it was because it was radical acceptance. And from the things that we were talking about, I just didn't want to do that <laughs> because my deep, obsession I think is uh control and I know there's that term of control freak and like whatever miss echo <laughs> um and I don't I think it's just it's a bit of a stigma that people who obsess over control are freaks I don't think we are. I think there's there's a point where we can't help it because there is such a deep 
reason for needing that control or there's such a deep reason for why we think we need it and it doesn't make us freaks i mean i might be biased probably easy i love you guys but please and yeah it's it it's a lot to do with control for me with radical acceptance and I told her I don't want to do it I'm not, I'm not gonna have fun this week trying to do it and that first night because the universe is a very funny thing the first night I actually had to practice radical acceptance and it was about a situation that I have been struggling for a while now and it was communicated time and time and time again and it's one of those things where you know you can't change because it's not in your control and it's something that you know deep down inside that it's it's they need to want to change they need to want to understand why it affects another person so much and they need to understand that it's not going to help anything if they don't find it in themselves that it is something that they control and it is something that they choose to affect other people with so it's just I, I remember saying this in my last Friday Feels where um, I was giving the perspective not advice just perspective that if you communicate something in a relationship and you find that nothing changes even though the other party feels that they change and really isn't or that they tell you that it's your problem or that they tell you that you know it's weird that that's how you see it or how you say everyone else in your life sees it that way but they don't and that makes it weird i think it's a very interesting but also very manipulative way to make someone feel like they're guilty of something that they shouldn't be guilty of um, and this was that situation where I've communicated this before. I've specifically asked what I wanted. And I've always been told that it was either my problem or that it was weird that everyone else in my life was open to having this conversation or that I it wasn't affecting me, which all of the above is untrue and false and something that I only learned in therapy and through the people in my life that it is something that I can very well talk about because of our close ties and it is something that is not only my problem because it does affect me at the end of the day and it is something that needs to be brought up if it makes me uncomfortable in very specific ways and it wasn't and it was never the act or the idea. It was always just the feeling that 
I couldn't communicate it, that I wasn't allowed to talk about it, which was the strangest fucking thing to me and was the strangest fucking thing to everyone else in my life. Um, and yes, I understand from the body keeps score that there might be some trauma there. I don't know. And that's none of my business until someone's ready to share that, but not but. And it's still hard for me to accept it because trauma is a hard thing to get by at least for myself it's hard for me to get by and not affect someone else until i work through it and if someone's not willing to work through their trauma it will always affect everyone around you especially the closest ones around you and at the end of the day sometimes that kind of deteriorates relationships and it's no one's fault it's it's just hard because like what do you say someone i can't do this anymore because you have a giant brick wall because of your trauma i mean probably you know why make up an excuse when that's really what it is and that's where the radical acceptance comes into where i was just kind of like you know if there's a brick wall there for whatever reason you know trauma or not there's a brick wall and i have to accept that there's a brick wall and I have to accept that I've made the effort time and time and time and time and time fucking again to make this an open thing to talk about. And yet, it's not. And, you know, apparently it's offensive if I say that it's a very general thing that people talk about. Because apparently it's not to them. So... You know, there's the, the radical acceptance part of it was very interesting because I I wanted to get upset. I could feel my body reacting to my thoughts um, and then started causing the emotions that I was feeling. And then I could feel how tired I was just thinking about it again and how tired I was to want to fuck with it again and to have the same conversation over and over and over and over again and be met with resistance. Because, you know, as much as I want to create an environment where everything is out in the open, everything is able to be communicated about, if there's something that I have made the effort for and I've tried and is just something that you know is uncomfortable for some people and just don't want to understand why it's important to talk about then why do I bother why bother there's no point and I think I've been saying that so much in terms of advice to so many people my entire life and more particularly lately where it's just one of those instances where I just I haven't accepted my own advice you know if someone isn't willing to change after being communicated to then there's no point you know if it, it, it's such a funny thing because my therapist was telling me or she gave me this like exercise where she said it she does this a lot with her in person patience and she'll put out her fist 
And then she'll ask her patient to put out their fist and then kind of like fist bump with each other. And while they're holding it there, she'll start putting a little bit more pressure. And when I was practicing it with my myself, I unconsciously started pushing back. And I didn't even notice until she was talking about it in our session. And I told her I, I didn't I didn't realize that even myself pushing my own fist made me want to push back. And she was saying that, you know, my resistance is being met with resistance. And it's never going to let up unless someone else lets up. And I told her, if I let up, that just means I don't care. And then she told me something that was a lot more freeing than I thought it would be. She said that it's not that you don't care, it's just that you're accepting what situation you're in and that you can't change it because it's not in your control. And that's okay because this is probably something you don't want to be responsible for. This is probably something that you don't want to be the person that made someone else change because you said that they needed to. It's, she said that it's a lot more freeing for both parties to have the person who has quote unquote said problem to change on their own because they want to, because they understand why and they want to do it for the better of the relationship or the friendship or whatever. And I was like, okay, so radical acceptance it is. I, it's not that I don't care. It's not that I don't want to care. It's that I've accepted where it is and the situation and every time it happens because I don't want to stay exhausted anymore. I choose to let it be what it is. And if it changes, wow, fucking amazing. And if it doesn't, then it just gives me more things to think about because down the line or in the future, I don't want to stay exhausted because of something that I'm not talking about. Because she told me to focus on the thing that is now lacking, or not lacking, she told me to focus on the thing that is now something I have to stifle or how I feel like I have to keep it inside because I just don't get the outcome that I want to communicate. So it's been an interesting thing with radical acceptance lately. And uh, it's funny, it's just such a, it's a funny situation with radical acceptance because you, you not only see the things that you want to stop caring about or not stop, I say stop caring about because it, it makes me feel less tired, but to stop thinking about incessantly and you start seeing the real things that you need and the real things that they don't provide. And whether or not that's a deal breaker for you. And in a weird way, it's freeing. Like you're, you're kind of like, at least for me, I'm like, okay, so this is what I want. This is definitely what I need. 
and I can't find it here. What do I do now? So, oh, radical acceptance has definitely been proving to be an interesting, interesting practice this week so far. Um, it's definitely changing me as a person. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can sense it with the environment around me and the people that I interact with every day. And it's been, um, it's felt like it's been a lot healthier for my mental health, definitely. It's hard though. I will say that it's still a little difficult in the moment, especially, and especially with my anxiety, I still obviously like overthink everything. But when I get to a space where I'm just like, fine, <laughs> fuck you. Um, well, not fuck you because that's not healthy. I just say fine and go fuck it, whatever. Um, but still allow myself to feel those at least for an extended period of time. And then I move forward. And I, that's the biggest part of radical acceptance is, is it's not that you push things down. It's not that you make things go away. It's that you, you sit with all the things that you don't like or all the things that you do like and you feel bad for and you feel it and then you let yourself move fucking on and i that's the hardest part for me is to let myself move on <sighs> so this is my friday feels i feel like i'm like low-key venting to you guys and you guys are just like listening to me like my therapist but it's just a 15 minute monologue as opposed to you guys telling me what's up um so I have a telegram phone number that you guys should add and hit me up and we can talk about all the random things like real housewives and how much I love it and how Halloween is coming up and Dr. Death still blows my mind and how I can't stop watching Criminal Minds again. What else is there that I can talk about on telegram? Everything. You guys can ask me questions in real time and I'll answer in real time. So if you guys want to check that out, it's in the description below or my number on Telegram is 647-491-2878. And it's really me because I just said it on the podcast. So I love and appreciate you guys so much and be gentle on yourselves as per usual because you have to start with yourself and then you guys will bring peace to everyone else around you and that's what you want the most in life is to bring peace with yourself and then bring peace to everyone else because you don't want to be an addition to their suffering ever that's never fun um i go and hey say goodbye to you okay bye